Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of Morning Mass, which is a Mass offered uh, for Ida Carolla uh, Funeral Mass today. We welcome Eleanor to uh, Mass and uh, nephews and nieces and family members who are here with us. Uh, welcome also family friends who have joined us for the Mass, and you're all very welcome here today in the church. <coughs> Ida herself lived a long, very long life, uh, and a very good life as well. And today we've gathered here to celebrate that gift of life that was given to her, and of course we gather here to pray for the repose of her soul. But in thanksgiving we offer this Mass for a very good and gracious life. 
to begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Christ, have mercy. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like an annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has, them t- he has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Of 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead. And there, at God's right hand, He stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked, these are the trials um, through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power, or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in the Christ Jesus our Lord. The words of the Lord.
than the life, says the Lord. No one can come to the Father except through me. Alleluia. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. It seems incredible to think of the long life that Ida Carolla had. She was born in the early part of the 20th century and, of course, lived 18 years into this new century. She passed from one millennium to another millennium. And it's incredible to think of the changes that she saw in the course of her life. Prime ministers came and went. Presidents came and went, popes came and went, wars started and finished, and Ida's life kept going. In the end, uh, she was 96 years of age. She had a few scrapes, a few near misses, a few times when she nearly died, but she confounded everyone, the doctors included, and came back even stronger. She often laughed heartily and shrugged her shoulders at these near-death experiences, saying rather stoically that God didn't quite want her just as yet. It's strange to think that her own death really came quite suddenly, nothing really to warn anyone. She suddenly became ill, was taken to hospital and died there. I think that she would have been happy. She wouldn't have wanted to have been sick over a long period and it seems like one last mercy and kindness of God to call Ida home quickly and quietly. Although Scotland was always her home, she had strong roots in Italy and loved to return to the place where the family had once lived. There was something about the air, something about the heat, something about the atmosphere of that place that she drank in, as it was as if she sensed it was a homecoming when she went there 
a deep connectedness that was impossible maybe for her to explain, but which she felt deep in her heart and deep in her soul. Today is about a home coming to, the journey to the Father's home, which, all, uh, which in a sense all our life is a preparation for. When we breathe that air, when we look at that place, we sense that we are home too. Home where all roads lead. Home where the journey is directed towards. Home where all the yearnings of the heart desire to be. We take consolation then from this sense of Ida's homecoming, the Father's house, which we hear of in the Gospel reading, which has many rooms, a place of green pastures and living waters. All Ida's prayers, all the good works of our life have led to this moment. The doors wide open, the table set, the place is reserved. Over the years, she was a very faithful parishioner here at St. Bride's, but because of health problems and frailty, she was not able to come to Mass over the last few years and received instead Holy Communion every Tuesday in the house, something that was a great consolation to her. In my own visits to the house and to her home, she was kind and warm-hearted, and often asked me to pray for relatives who had died and for special intentions in the family. It was a pleasure to be her priest, her confidant, and her friend over these years. She was born on the 5th of March, 1922. Her parents were Giuseppe and Serafina. She was the only daughter. She had brothers, Dominic, and Lawrence, and Sammy, and Dario, and Archie. Both herself and Lawrence remain unmarried and stayed with their parents. In 1895, Italy itself was suffering a severe, severe hardship and poverty, and many families, as you probably know, left Italy to come uh, for work in different places. And some came here to Scotland. Her own grandfather came here with his son, Ida's father, to Clyde Bank. His father left to return to Italy, but left his son to make a life for himself here in Scotland. He was only 13 years of age. He was able to open a cafe and to start a business. At the outbreak of World War I, he returned to fight with the Italian army. And on returning to Scotland again, he lost mm -hmm. his business and had to start once again. This is when he opened up the Bridgeton Cafe and a wholesale business there. Hardships were again to come in the course of the Second World War, when many of you will know who are of Italian descent yourself, that many uh, families were interned during that war. This was to include Ida's father and brothers as well. You might know this yourself, but Ida's uh, father was on the Arendora Star, a ship carrying Italian men which was sunk in the, uh, by German U-boat in the Clyde with the loss of very many lives. He, thank God, survived. Edith's father was interned uh, for five years in Australia and his sons interned in Canada. 
he'd uh, rolled up her sleeves and she single-handedly ran the business. It was a hard enough job as you can imagine. More difficult perhaps by the reaction of some people here in Scotland to Italians in those days. On her father's return, uh, on her father and brother's return, the family opened an ice cream factory supplying most of Glasgow and beyond with the most delicious ice cream, which I myself used to enjoy and eat as a youngster growing up in the city. Never a person to eat idle bread. Ida was always doing things. She opened up two clothing shops with her sister, uh, sister-in-law, only deciding eventually to retire when she was 70 years of age. In the course of her life, she gave great support to the Zaverian fathers. Father Montese's presence here testifies to a long personal friendship that he had with Ida and the family and the great support that uh, she and the family were able to give this missionary order. <coughs> Ida was a very special person in the life of this family. She was wise and full of good advice. She was a person whom people came to, to share problems with and to receive a lot of help from. Her home in many ways was still the centre of family life. It had been the family home since the 1930s and the place that people gravitated towards and either herself liked the family to visit in this place regularly. Ida was very fond of all of her relatives and, and family, her parents, her brothers, whom she missed very much indeed, as she missed all family members that were deceased. She was very fond of Elena, uh, 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 Elena, Daria, Dino, Peter and Tanya, and Renzo, and Marco and Marina and Peter, and Natalie and Giuseppe, and Massimo and Joseph and Christopher and Sophia and Arabella, and Georgina. Like many of the Scots-Italian families, the life of the family was all important. Importance of working together, supporting each other, caring and looking after each other, she emphasised. And especially Nida, that love and care and support was always there for the family. Ida's death brings a great sense of loss. There's a great sense in this family of something that is passing, a moment which is very significant is happening in these days. With the death, with her death, all that family has now gone, all that generation, her parents and her brothers as well, all are now gone. Something important is happening in this family passing of a generation which built solid foundations of family life is passing and the baton is being passed on to a new generation. The hopes and desires of that young man who came here himself uh, is passed on to this family to continue to build a family of love and respect and goodness. Faith was such an important part in Ida's life. 
she believed that God was in her life. God was gentle and kind and sustained her through her life. There was no difficulties that she couldn't overcome with the gift of faith. No sadness that wouldn't turn to joy. No despair that wouldn't turn to hope. In her life, she experienced that gentle presence of God. He was her faithful companion. And in her long life, she felt that presence, followed that light right to the end that was given to her in baptism. When she was born in 1922, Giuseppe and Serafina could never have thought that this child of theirs would live to the year 2018. They could never have thought that this small and slightly frail child would prove to be so strong, stronger even than any of her brothers, and would live a longer life than each of them. These parents of her would be very pleased very pleased that this young girl, all she did in her life, and all that she did for this family. But then again, maybe they always knew it, that she would play a major part in the life of her brothers, their families, and the families that would come after. We often speak of the end as being like a homecoming to God. I'm sure all will be gathered around the table to welcome Ida home, her parents, her brothers, her family, her friends. They are all united in the mercy and the love of God. Please stand. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Ida, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Ida, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, Do Not Be Afraid.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Ida, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection of the dead. Through him the host of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. 
together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, all the clergy. Remember your servant, Ida, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Bring all our departed brothers and sisters into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs <coughs> eternal life, may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, God Almighty Father, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil, we pray. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, we will live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter in at my only
Please join in singing our communion hymn, This Is My Body. We now join in singing Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it our dear sister Ida may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me.
night and brightest day. Through the darkest night and brightest day. 